Hey guys, we are back. It is a whole new year. Keyword whole. Um, happy new year. I pray that the favor of God would rest on you. I pray that you have received clarity of what you are to do this year and that you would walk boldly in it. This is a year for God's children to thrive and to operate in their total calling and your total calling and what God has called you to do and only you. And so I'm excited that as you are obedient to the Lord, that you are going to see his hand in everything. And so I'm not going to delay this episode because we got a little bit of things to talk about, y'all. Um, God has given me a word. And over the next couple of weeks, I believe that um, this episodes that God has given me, these episodes that God has given me, I believe that they're going to structure our life and structure our new year. Um, he was very intentional about making sure that we are set up for um, all that he wants to do in our lives. God has given us some really strong um, prophetic words um, that 2023 will be. And I don't know if you guys have noticed the days have been going by quickly. And so just as you were like, wow, 2022 when y'all this that's how this year is going to go but you need to be actively diligently working on the plan of god because you're going to see it come to pass and you're going to see it come to pass quickly so you know we usually do this little intro thing so i'm going to have the intro play and then i'll be back with y'all in just a few minutes you don't have to be rich to achieve your potential I stand here knowing that my story is part of the larger American story, that I owe a debt to all of those who came before me, and that in no other country on earth is my story even possible. Possible. All right, y'all, we're back. And so the title that God gave me for this was What Governs Your Life? And he brought me to Judges 13. And we're just going to go over it today because I believe that it's really going to be what helps us for this new year, um, as I had stated earlier. And we probably all know this story. It's not something that's not common. And it's the birth of Samson. And there were many different things that the Lord said during this. And we look at this story and in verse one, it talks about, and the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistine for 40 years. Sometimes we feel like the trials that we are going through are brought on by the devil, but some of the trials that we face can be brought on by disobedience, but God is able to use it. And so we see that they were disobedient. They did things that they shouldn't have done. And so God said, I'm going to bring them into this, um, this place of um, captivity. But in 40 years, there's a time limit. And some of you, I want to say this, your time limit has come. And God says um, he wanted to gain their attention by delivering them into the hands of the enemy. And so some of your enemies think, oh, well, I've gotten, you know, God placed me here and now God is getting ready to remove me. And so as God removes me and I told y'all this year, I may not be totally liked because these messages are not going to always feel good. They're not always going to be 
oh my gosh, thank you for that. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Some things we did, we put ourselves in situations. We didn't listen to the voice of God. We were disobedient. We wanted to live in repetitive sin and think that we can just live any type of way and that God's grace, yes, he has grace for us, but the Bible talks about should grace abound and we keep on sinning. At some point we have to be um, repent. Um, we have to have a repentant heart where we're like, God, I'm sorry. And I really don't want to mess up anymore. So I'm going to continuously make sure that I'm conscious of what I'm doing, who I'm speaking to, who I'm laying in a bed with, who I'm, I'm serving with. I'm going to be intentional about who I'm serving. I'm not going to be around every person because some people don't mean me well. And the spirit that's in them wants to take out what's inside of me. God, I'm going to be intentional about not dating that person. I'm going to be intentional about not texting back that person. Yeah, I know it's late at night, God. So I'm just going to read my Bible. I'm not going to message him. I'm not going to message her. You know what, Lord, I'm going to put down the phone because sometimes I'm on Instagram and I see visuals that I shouldn't see. So God, I'm going to put that stuff away. God, you know what? Sometimes I like to go to sites that are not godly. So you know what, Lord, I'm going to turn away from my wicked ways. I'm going to turn away from the evil that I've been doing. God, I repent. And so, um, God is looking for our hearts this year. What is your heart posture going to be? A lot of people talk about David, but one thing about David is he said, listen, I messed up God. I'm sorry, God. I didn't mean to do it. I know it was wrong, but take not your spirit from me. God, I don't want your Holy Spirit to leave me because I'm messed up and I do stuff that is stupid. God, have mercy on me. There's a difference of God, I'm sorry and I don't want to be like this. Then God, I'll just do this and then you know you forgive anyway. No, we got to change our mindsets in this year. And it could be big things, it could be little things. It could be so, such simple of I'm going to just do the Christian life the way I want to, and I'm not going to submit to anybody. Where did that come from? Now y'all know, I tell you don't submit to bad leadership, but not everybody is bad. And so God has been teaching us in this season. And I pray to God that we have been listening to him because if we listen to him, I'm telling you, in your obedience, you're going to see the fruitfulness of God. In your obedience, you're going to see the hand of God. In your obedience, you are going to see God open up doors for you that no man is going to be able to shut. They're not even going to know how you got in there. But he cannot do that if you are not obedient to his plan. And so this story shows how Israel was in a repeat cycle of sin. But it also shows how God had a plan to deliver them, but they was in bondage. They needed deliverance. And I think sometimes as Christians, we don't think that we need deliverance, but deliverance is the children's bread. We can receive it. We can have it. God, Jesus died on that cross so that we could receive the deliverance. You don't have to stay bound. I don't care what anybody tells you. This year, if you feel like you didn't go into the new year and you didn't break certain things off your life, you still have the opportunity. This is the year that we are going to stop living under the curse. God took every single cur uh, curse and he put it on the cross. And so, no, I'm not about to sit here and deal with generational curses for years. Jesus broke that stuff on the cross. I'm not about to sit here in bondage for years. Jesus Christ paid for that. That would be like, thank you, Holy Ghost. I hear you. That would be like, I go to the store and my mother went before me and she paid my grocery bill. And then I go to the, um, the, um, 
the cashier. And I say, no, 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 I'm going to pay it. I'm going to pay it. It was already paid. Why would you double pay for something? That doesn't make any sense. And the Holy Ghost is like, y'all, it has already been paid. And I've been sent here to help you. But you're refusing the help of the Almighty. Why? All because you think I've got it. Let this be the year where you receive help. And I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm talking to myself as well. Because sometimes as Christians, um, yesterday I was just thinking about it. And the Holy Spirit reminded me. Um, my dad had offered to help me put my luggage in the car. And I was like, no, I got it because I need to know how to do this stuff. And yeah, although you may need to know how to do this stuff. When people ask, when people ask you if you need their help, accept it. This is a year where God's going to bring in divine helpers. And we've got to be able to understand that, hey, God's going to help you. My mother asked me the same question. I was like, no, I got it because, you know, I need to know how to do this stuff. Twice I was given help and twice I refused it. And can I say this? It would have made the, the load easier if I had just received the help. And so I'm not just saying this to y'all. I'm saying this to me because I think that as Christians sometimes and as women or as men, depending on who's listening to this podcast and as millennials, sometimes we've been given this whole thing of, I got it. I can do it. I was having a conversation and I'm going to go here and then we're going to keep going. I was having a conversation with somebody and we were talking about um, being an independent woman. And although that's all good and well, when God sent me my husband, y'all, he's going to be able to help me. I'm not every woman. It's not all in me. I need help. The Bible doesn't tell us to do things all on our own. If we could do things all on our own, why did Jesus send the Holy Spirit? He sent him as a helper. And we're refusing help daily. And then we're wondering why we're still struggling. You are going to struggle. You are going to toil if you don't get the help of the Holy Spirit. If you do not ask for angelic assistance in this year, you are going to struggle. How do you know this? Look at the book of Daniel. The Bible says God released the angel, but the enemy held him up. Daniel couldn't do it on his own. It's not just going to fall out the sky. The Lord is sending help. Do not refuse help in this year if you want to prosper. And I'm telling you guys, this was not a part of my note. So this is the Holy Ghost speaking. If you want to be in the will of God this year, you're going to have to understand his will and his plan for your life. And he's going to have moments where he says, I'm sending resources. You've got to be able to accept them because if you don't accept them, you're going to wonder why you're still standing in the same spot 10 years from now. But it's because you refuse to accept help. It's because you refuse to grow. I hear you, Holy Ghost. It's because you refuse to accept the package that was coming. Some of y'all are looking for help and it's not going to come in the way that you're looking for it to come. And you're like, well, God's going to help me. It's kind of like, I don't know if y'all have heard the story where this man was sinking and there was a boat and the man says, the Holy Ghost is going to help me. Jesus is going to help me. Don't worry. Tells the boat to go. Then another person comes in a paddle and um, a rowboat and the person says, nah, God got me. He going he gonna to help me. Um, you could go on. Thank you, though. The Holy Ghost going to help me. This is my version of the story, y'all. The third time, nothing comes. He drowns. When he drowns, he goes to heaven. And he says to God, he says, well, why didn't you help me? And the Lord looks at him. And he says, I sent you two, two different people. And you refused their help. 
And the man just looks at him. That is what some of us are doing. The Lord is sending help. And we're just looking at them. Not realizing they're destiny carriers. They're going to save your life. They're going to save your ministry. They're going to save your business. They're going to save your marriage. Some people are looking for their husband. I, I was talking to somebody and I was telling them, the package you're looking for is not even necessarily what God is sending. And because it's not what God is sending, you're rejecting what is the will of God for your life. And then you're going to be praying in 10 years, God sent my husband, he's going to tell you, I sent him. You refused him. Some of you got to get out of your own head. Because you're in your own head, because you're an overthinker, that is a spirit that is over you, that is causing you to be blinded, to not know the will of God for your life. Some of you, I hear you, Holy Ghost, it's this perfection spirit that's going to cause you and drive you not to get what God has for you because everything got to be perfect. Everything got to be in right alignment. You better hear the voice of God today. And fix what you need to fix in this uh, month. Quickly shift. Because if you don't quickly shift, I'm telling you, you're going to miss things and you're going to be like, well, God, what happened? 2023, you spoke it was my year. Well, you got to change your mind because some of it is your mind is so jacked up that you don't um, understand the way that God wants to work in your life. And I'm sorry, y'all. I don't mean to be um, harsh. But when I think about the children of Israel, and how they kept going through cycles. I hear you, God. Forgive us, oh God. They kept going in cycles. They kept doing evil before the Lord. And they kept seeing the deliverance of the Lord. How many times do you have to keep seeing God bring you through? But you keep going back to old Egypt. The devil is a liar. You're not going to keep going in a cycle of sin. I break that off of your life. Bondage is not your portion. But you will receive full deliverance in the name of Jesus and you will stay delivered. And so let's get back into this because I promise y'all that was not a part of my notes. But I feel like God was saying release that word. It wasn't just for you. It's for me as well. And so we look and the Bible talks about how there was a woman and she was from the clan of the Danites, And it says she was childless, unable to give birth. And some of us have been in this season where we feel infertile and we feel like God, everybody else is producing around us and I can't produce. I can't, I don't like God, you keep speaking ministry. You keep speaking businesses. You keep speaking marriage. you spoke all these things, God, but I'm barren. And some of you went into 2023. I feel the weight, my God. Some of you went into 2023 and you were like, God. I mean, this just can't be another year where I feel barren and infertile and nothing grows and everything seems to be dying. Right. And so she's childless, unable to give birth, even if she wanted to. She's unable. And so this is hard because you have to understand in that culture to not be able to give your husband a child was frowned upon. And so imagine the societal pressure she's feeling. And some of us are feeling that even today, the societal pressure of you're not where people think you're supposed to be. I'm telling y'all, there's about to be a divine turnaround. And so she's unable to give birth, but the angel of the Lord appears to her and says, you were barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and give birth to a son. 
Y'all better understand what the word of the Lord is for your life. You better listen clearly to know what heaven is saying. You better understand who is in front of you. So when this angel of the Lord spoke her situation, I'm telling you, she wasn't stupid. She understood like, wait, hold up. I know what's in front of me. I know who's speaking. And so she says, um, he gives her instruction. Let me even clarify even more. So he tells her, like, you're going to have a baby. But this baby is now to drink no wine or other fermented drinks. Do not eat anything unclean because the boy will be a Nazarite of God from the womb to the day of his death. And so let me say this. First, what God said was you shall conceive and give birth. That is your promise in 2023. You shall conceive and you will give birth. But then not only is God, this is your setup for your new year. I need you guys to be wise. In this year, you need to ask God, what is the word you have given me? But then what is the instruction to um, be able to keep that thing? Because the Bible says the angel gave her an instruction that he has given towards the promise. And so um, we go into this and the Bible says he will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Some of you have been going through what you have been going through, barren, and you've been feeling heavy and you've been like, God, what is going on? The reason that you feel that way is because what you are going to birth out is not only for you, it's for the nations. It's for your family. It's for your church. It is for the body of Christ. It is for your business. It is for many different people are going to benefit. You're going to bring deliverance. This is why the enemy is attacking you so hard, because what is inside of you is going to literally give you what you're looking for. Imagine being barren, but you're going to carry the promise to deliver Israel. And y'all have been bound for so many years. And so Manoah prayed, pardon your servant, Lord, I beg you that the man of God sent to us that he would come back. So the word was given to the wife, but now the wife shares it with the husband. The husband's asking, Lord, come back. And so the Lord honors the request. And so I want to say this to you. Don't feel like you can't request things from God. You can't ask for clarity. You can't ask for him to specify exactly what it is because you want to make sure you get it right. God is saying there's no question that you cannot ask me in this season because I'm trying to give you the full picture so that you just don't mishandle what I'm releasing to you. And so um, the Lord comes back. Um, and he comes to the wife and the wife is able to go get the husband. And one of my favorite parts is when you look at verse 12, and that's where I got the title from today. It says, so Manoah asked him, when your words are fulfilled. So he didn't have a question that what God spoke wouldn't come to pass. That is a faith declaration. What is your faith declaration? Because I'm barren, but God, I know. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. God, I'm barren, but I know that it is already done. And so when the promise manifests on the earth, when she conceives, which she will, what shall I do? He says, when your words are fulfilled, what is the rule that governs the boy's life? And that's where we're going to park for just a few more minutes before we end this episode. What is the word? That governs the boy's life and work. What is the word that governs your life and work? What has God spoken over you? Your question for 2023 is God, what is the word? 
That is to govern, to conduct. What does that mean, Alice? Govern means to conduct the policies, actions, and affairs. God, I am an ambassador of you. When I said yes to you, I became an ambassador. So what that means is I now have legal right on this ground to implement what heaven is speaking. And so God, whatever you want me to do in policy, actions, and affairs on this earth, I'm going to do it and I have legal backing. And so you have to ask God, what are you calling for me to do? What do you want me to do? So that when I do this thing, God, you're glorified. And so what I love about this is that they receive the word of the Lord. And so after receiving the word of the Lord, they offered something to the Lord. They gave a burnt offering. I want to encourage you. Once you receive the word, Sow into what God is doing. Move wholeheartedly into what God is doing. Actively pursue the word of God. Some of you, the problem is, is you sit on your seat. And I'm not just talking money. I'm talking about the fact that God told you to start the business and you haven't even looked up any information as to what that means. How do you get an LLC? Some of you have been told to start the ministry. And you don't even know what the word is for the ministry. You don't even know what the word is going to be called. Some of you have been, able, been told to move. And you haven't even looked up anything in that state. You're just saying, well, the Lord's going to drop it. No. What are you doing towards the word that God has given you? And so I want to encourage you this year. Don't sit idle. Do not sit idle. And one thing that I like about this is it talks about they realize that they saw the face of God. Can I say this? The amazing part of this year is, is that God is willing and able to speak to you directly. He wants to have relationship and commune with you directly. All he is waiting for is for you to receive him. And when you receive him, you're going to see that your life changes. And so we know the story. We know that God, he, that she gave birth to this boy and she named him Samson. She named the boy Samson. And I'm going to do something real quick that I didn't do in my studies because I hear the Holy Ghost. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. The Bible says that she named him Samson, and that means a son and a shield. I want to decree this to you, that God is going to protect you, that he is going to be your son and your shield, that he's going to shine bright where it's needed, but he's also going to defend you where it's needed. All God is going to ask you is for you. To walk with him and trust him and serve him in all that you do. And I want to say this. The Bible talks about how Samson was the last judge. And he didn't always get it right. We know the story of Samson. He didn't always get it right. He let folks in that he shouldn't have. I want to caution you this year 
Just because you're giving a promise, just because there's a word over your life, you've got to be careful of what you let in, who you let in, and where you go. Understand the word that governs your life. Understand what God is speaking and walk with him. Walk with him upright so that the enemy doesn't catch you by surprise and sneak attack you. Y'all know I've been talking about that on YouTube. If you haven't, follow me there, Miss Alice Inspires. I've been talking about that on YouTube, the sneak attacks of the enemy, but we bind those in the name of Jesus. But I'm grateful that you guys listen to this. I'm telling you guys over the next over the next couple of months, it's church announcement time, y'all. <laughs> After uh, during the next couple of months, y'all better not miss not an episode. You hear me? Do not miss an episode because God has literally given me these episodes. These are not anything that I just came up with. I literally was in prayer and the Holy Ghost began to just give me what we were to talk about for the next couple of weeks, what we were to talk, to talk about the next couple of months even. Y'all are getting ready to hear from some heavy hitters. It's not going to only be my voice. Christian Millennials Chat is about I'm talking about things the church swept under the rug. I can't do it by myself. So I'm bringing some people on who are going to equip us to get everything that God called us to be. This is the year that we are going to operate in purpose, but we're also going to thrive in it. And so as um, somebody that God has called to um, pioneer this movement and this ministry and do what God wants me to do for my generation, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it boldly. And so I love you guys. I am praying that you receive what God wants you to from this episode. Listen to it a few times. Share it with those you think need it. If you would like to, I don't do this, but the Lord has been telling me to do this more. If you would like to sow into the ministry, you can go on Anchor. Or you can go on the website and sow into the ministry. If these have been blessing you, I'm asking you to make sure that you share this with people you think this will change their lives. This year, I believe we have a mandate to make sure that people really hear the gospel and that they're turned back to God. Not religion, not just a pastor or idolizing man. No, God wants his people back to himself. And so that's our job and our assignment. So I love you guys, praying for you always. And until next time, y'all be safe, but also fulfill purpose. Bye, y'all.